Welcome to Prostate Cancer and You, a podcast produced by the Massachusetts Prostate Cancer Coalition. The mission is to educate, connect, and support men at risk, newly diagnosed individuals, survivors, and their families. It also connects organizations and professionals in Massachusetts seeking to conquer and cure prostate cancer. I'm Jordan Rich. Today's guest is Dr. Mark Pomerantz, medical oncologist at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, and he treats many prostate cancer patients. The subject today is genetics, how the process of genetics when it comes to prostate cancer can act as a predictor and help the medical community with effective treatment. How does research into genetics intersect now with prostate cancer? Where are we on the path? Okay, well, we are, um, we've been, we, we have made a lot of progress just within the past few years. Um, though it is important to define what we mean when we say genetics and prostate cancer. It, 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 it's important to distinguish the genetics that we inherit from our parents that are in every cell of our body and the unique mutated genetics of the tumor. We almost have to consider them separately. We call the first, the genetics that you inherit from your parents, the germline genetics. And we call the, the unique genetics of the tumor, the somatic genome or somatic genetics. And we look at both of them when we um, assess a prostate cancer patient, but we do have to think about them separately. Um, the somatic genome, the, the genetics that are unique to the prostate cancer, we often do test for, but we do need a sample from the actual tumor because those genetics are mutated and are special. And we now are routinely testing the tumor's genetics. And fairly often, if not in a majority of cases, but fairly often we do see genetic mutations that are amenable to a very specific form of therapy. And that's a big breakthrough for us. We can more personalize and target treatment based on the unique genetics of the tumor. You were telling me earlier that uh, there's research into the same gene sequencing that affects breast cancer. Can you yes. tell us about that? One of, one of the interesting discoveries um, over the past five years as we ex have explored the unique genetics of the tumor is we are seeing mutations in a particular genetic pathway, the pathway that's in charge of repairing damage that gets done to DNA as we live our lives and DNA is exposed to all kinds of toxins and it, it naturally and normally repairs itself. Um, but there can be um, uh, mutations in that repair pathway. And they occur commonly in breast and ovarian cancer, and we're finding them more often than we expected in prostate cancer. There are very specific drugs that can address that mutation, um, and we are using that more and more commonly um, as we treat our advanced cases. We see mutations in that pathway in over 20% of metastatic tumors. 
What is the ratio, far as we know now, between the genetic import and the environmental import when it comes to determining uh-huh. who's going that, to get that, that, that's a, That's a nice segue to move from the somatic genome, the genome that's unique to the tumor, to the inherited genome, the germline genome that we inherit from our parents. And that part of genetics is also very, very important in prostate cancer because most prostate cancers do have a heritable component. In fact, about 60% of prostate cancer risk is inherited from your parents. And about 40% is due to exposures over the course of your lifetime. But 60% is inherited. And we are getting our arms around the parts of the human genome that contribute to prostate cancer risk. Interestingly, study the germline genome. We have similarly discovered that DNA damage repair pathway, and one gene in particular called BRCA2, um, is involved in a fair percentage of prostate cancers. Um, it's It's a small percentage when we look at all new cases. It's less than 5%, but it approaches 10% of all aggressive advanced metastatic cases. A mutation in BRCA2 that is inherited from your parents, that didn't evolve over the course of the disease's lifetime. That, that's in the somatic genome, that does happen. It probably happens more often than it's inherited. But it is inherited and passed along in some families. We are now routinely doing genetic testing for that gene um, to make sure that it is not in the family for patients that have a very, very strong history of prostate cancer, who have a history of prostate cancer diagnosed at a young age, or who have a strong family history of breast or ovarian cancer, cancers that are also um, caused by this particular mutation. It's a small percentage of patients, but it is a new, um, a relatively new finding and a a, a source for a lot of genetic testing that is going on. Take a step back and look at all prostate cancer patients. Most of them did inherit things from their parents that put them at risk. But for the majority of prostate cancer patients, the genetic variants that were inherited from their parents each confer a very, very tiny risk. We've now defined about 200 of these genetic variants across the human genome that all contribute a tiny bit of risk that all add up to that 60% of uh, uh, overall inherited uh, risk of of, of the disease. Dr. Pomerantz, what about the current and future protocol for testing genetically, particularly those people who uh, appear on the outside to be of risk? Is this something that we're gonna see a lot more of? I think that we will. As we um, are able to more precisely define exactly what was inherited that put people um, at, at risk for the disease, and we're, we're, we've, we've made incredible progress over the past 10, 15 years, um, we may be able to better define who needs aggressive PSA screening, who can avoid PSA screening, Um, whose family members need to pay closer attention to their uh, prostate cancer risk. We we are getting closer. 
right now, the current state of testing for these low-risk, very common genetic variants that are inherited from your parents can tell us a little bit about the extremes, who's at very, very high risk and who's at very, very low risk. It doesn't help us out for the vast majority of men um, uh, seeing their primary care doctor. Other variables such as age, family history, PSA level are so informative that, that we haven't been able to refine that further. But as we discover more and more of these genetic markers that are running in the family, we may be able to uh, more intelligently um, screen and, and manage people seeking uh, screening. And as a medical oncologist, I, I know our listeners will have this important question that they want me to ask, and that is, even in the case of metastasizing prostate cancer, uh, are there tools becoming available and tools you already have that, that offer hope to those who are dealing with something like that? Absolutely. As we are able, and I'm going to go back from the germline genome back to the somatic genome, as we understand that mutated, unique tumor genome, we are able to devise more targeted and more effective therapies. The, the treatments that we use for our BA, BRCA2 patients for, is, is a perfect example. Uh, treatments that we just did not have a few years ago, but can be very, very effective for a subset of prostate tumors. Our armamentarium for a larger variety of advanced prostate tumors will only grow. And we're very, very excited about many of the drugs that are in our clinical trials right now. Dr. Mark Pomerantz, thank you for your time today, your expertise, and the care for your patients. Oh, it's, it's, it's my great pleasure, and I want to thank all the patients out there who are an inspiration to us every day. My thanks to Dr. Mark Pomerantz from the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. We invite you to stay tuned to future podcasts featuring valuable information and resources, the latest in research and treatment, and stories of real people who have challenged prostate cancer and won please visit masspcc.org. That's masspcc.org. You can subscribe and download these podcasts at Apple Podcast, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also available for Android. This is Jordan Rich. Thank you for listening.